All right. Welcome back, people. This is Meet at the Quarterback, a Minnesota Vikings podcast. I'm Harrison. I'm Hayes. I'm Andrew. And this is episode two on Zoom. We are well aware that the first episode, my sound quality sounded horrible. I know that. It was horrible. We don't we don't need people to continuously text us and let us know that I sound terrible. We're well aware of that. I have people. Has anyone reached out? <laughs> no, me and Hayes are saying that um, the last episode, me and his voice quality sounds the best of probably any of them. It does, which again, hopefully, shout out to Liz. If this, if the laptop here fixes my sound quality, this ha- being able to record via Zoom is going to be game changer. Yeah. Be big. Because we'll be able to then post relatively uh regularly right um which would be ideal especially with the season thankfully we're gonna watch the season opener together we'll record after i would imagine we'll watch the monday night game together i mean and and then the week after that and then yeah but i don't we won't be able to record the week after that true Um, oh true but but maybe we'll see maybe we'll just like we could just have someone else fill in for you. No, we would just what have you. Have- we would just have you two do it, <clears throat> and that will that will be fine. You'll just record, and you'll have to send to me, and then I'll edit and post. All right. But today, mainly, we wanted to talk about. I mean, it's been a busy last twenty four hours. Um. Okay. Oh, apologize. I'm Who's calling you? I'm famous. I'm getting calls. So. Who's calling you? Okay. Uh, you guys go ahead. Yeah, we will. Um. Yeah. Mainly, what today's episode is going to consist of is talking through, um, either the, just talking through the last 24 hours. The Vikings, you know, released their 53-man roster. And then Quasi and KOC made some, uh, I don't want to say controversial, but just interesting trades and decisions. Yeah. The number one that I'm guessing will be a, a, a main topic will be cutting Amir Smith-Marset and yeah. trading for Jalen Rager of the Philadelphia Eagles. So um, we can start with that. Let's start with that. Andrew, what's what's your thoughts? Uh, in favor, not favor. In favor of the trade, wasn't super in favor of releasing Amir Smith Marset. I'd really like to trade at first, just because Marset was still on the team. Um, but I think Rager still has a lot of potential. I don't really think he ever got a fair chance in Philadelphia, just because his rookie year was pretty poop. But I mean, then again, his rookie year it was Carson Wentz and Jalen Hurts, and that drama and then same thing last year no one really knew if Hertz was their starter or not um I mean obviously it's shown that one of the better places for wide receivers is Minnesota because KJ Osborne came when one year and had no catches in the next at whatever 600 yards seven touchdowns so I feel I like thought we, I thought we traded or I thought we drafted KJ we did but oh, I'm saying you're just saying development right 
Gotcha. So I'm he still has a lot of potential. I think it's a good place for him. Um, I guess having Rager makes more sense about why we would let go of Marset. Yes. Oh, Hayes, you're shaking your head. No, it, there's there are there are worse people on this team than Amir Smith Marset. So I I don't. Are there worse wide receivers than Amir Smith-Marset that are currently on the roster? No, but I think there are players who are not who, who won't develop into as much as I think Amir Smith-Marset could have. Um, like, what, what is Chris Boyd doing instead of Amir, Amir Smith-Marset? He's a bum. He can't guard a brick. Um, having him instead of Amir Smith-Marset is foolish. I have not liked what Quaza has done much this week. Not, not, a, not, not liking it much. I don't agree with you at all. I, I, not enough to be so anti-Quazy and to say I don't like what Quazy's doing. Quazy's doing. I trust Quazy. I trust our coaches. They, they. I believe. I mean, <clears throat> being in your first year, you want to win. There's no doubt about that. So Jalen Rieger is not going to add anything for you to win more. Punt returning. I think you're you're. Oh, please. You're, he has the he has butter all over his hands all the time. He's gonna drop every punt. I don't think he actually had any muffed punts in which he lost the football. Well, he had yeah, a lot of drops. I saw him. I saw him muff two punts, and one was a touchdown, and the other was like a thirty-yard gain. So, um, <clears throat> I looked at his statistics. I thought they were interesting. Um. I think the biggest cause for concern, and obviously it's what people are saying, is his hands catching the football. I, uh, they don't exist. He had 54 targets his rookie year, 31 catches. How many drops? I guess I didn't get into that specific, but I feel like that ratio within itself, 60, if you're catching 60% of the passes being thrown your way, and granted, who knows? Like you said, that was Carson Wentz in the Jalen Hurts fiasco year. So maybe he was getting a lot of balls overthrown or a lot of balls. Uh, uh, Papers, okay. Short. What's the, what, what is, what's going on? I'm what, just turning ringer? off my freaking ringer. Yeah. We, we have a job right now, Hayes. If you want in, stay in. If you want, leave. Mm-hmm. Listen, I'm a very, very popular person. I, I guess I apologize for the large amount of friends I have. I feel bad one is your sister and your sister's friend so i i would take a step back okay one is is <laughs> yeah okay bud thanks bud um so yes my 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 point being cause of concern for his ability to catch the football however i didn't even think about i liked andrew's point of his potential to develop here within the Vikings organization. Um, KJ has developed a lot. We were liking with what we were seeing from Amir Smith Marset, uh, just in terms of potential and development. Jalen Rager is a first round draft pick. Mm-hmm. So if you think you put him around the right people and the right coaches, I think he's going to be substantially better than Amir Smith Marset. I also think that uh, people overreacted on the Emir Smith Marset getting released. I mean, it's a guy with five I career catches. Totally agree. And 
four four of the catches and a hundred of the yards and both touchdowns came against the Bears. And you can't you can't play the Bears when you're on the Bears. So yeah, that is true. <laughs> he, he got he got signed. <laughs> he got, he's just dead. As of 30 minutes ago, he yeah, got signed. The, the, the Bears Packers. are picking up all the garbage they can get. They want our the leftovers. Um yeah, and actually, I was about to correct you that saying Amir Smith-Marset actually did not get both touchdowns in the final week, but you had said he got both touchdowns against the Bears, which is mm-hmm. true. Got the, the weird the one-yard catch, stats. the one-yard, seven-yard, or uh, the seven-yard reception touchdown against the Bears in Chicago. And then, yeah, pretty much all his catches and yards <laughs> came in that meaningless Week 18 game uh, against the Bears. Mm-hmm. Um, also, it, have you looked at Jalen Rager's punt return numbers? They're not bad at all. And again, I trust Quazy, I trust KOC, and they were saying that they did not, they could not see Amir's, they were not confident in Amir Smith Marset being able to successfully do the punt returning job. So I get that, but it's just from what I've seen, what is it? eight of the 11 draft picks from last season have been cut. How does that though have any reflection on this trade? It has a reflection on your trust in Quasi. But I want to really trust a guy who's continuously giving up on young players after what, a couple of bad training camps, but it's not him. It's, it's not players. He's the general manager, but it's not players that he trusts. It's not players that he chose. It's not people that he's saying, oh, I made he's this come into a new organization. You just drafted 11 guys. Those are your, those are your guys, whether you drafted them or not, it's on your team. It frustrates me that he just gives up that, that not so much crazy that the Vikings as an organization are giving up on those young guys. Cause I think there's, there are, there are, uh, there are guys who are on the 53 man roster who are not as good and have, don't have as much upside as the guys he's cut. Okay. But I mean, who? I get you need depth at other positions, but Chris Boyd should not be on this team if Amir Smith Marset is based on on potential. Sure, I agree with that, but I, I guess I, I'm not understanding your claim on Quazy giving up on peep on on young guys right now. He just they've cut eight of their of their eleven draft picks from one year ago. None that were his though. Yeah, that's my point. But it's his organization. As an organization, he's coming in to, with this with he, this organization. Those are now his players, whether he drafted them or not. But it's not like it's not like these are players that started last year. And Quasi's like, oh no, I don't trust people. It's like these are guys who the the people who drafted them were like, ooh, I don't know about I don't know about Wyatt Davis. I don't know about Kellen Mond. And now Quasi and KOC gave them a fresh start. And they also are like, ooh, I don't know about these guys. I think it's time if if two different organizations, two different staff saw the same player and was like, ooh, I don't know how I feel about this. Now it's time to move on. I don't care how young they are. You're looking at two head coaches, whether you like Zimmer or not, and two general managers who looked at these players and felt they could not provide contribution to the team okay i understand where you're coming then from that sense yeah you better otherwise you're an idiot then i then i (laughs) then he better start those rookies 
at some point this season. He better show that he trusts those rookies. If he's the 2022 rookies, he's letting them over the veterans. The 2022 rookies, yes. Like Lewis, they'll start. Andrew Booth will start. Ed Ingram most likely will start. Lewis Sign will start. Start him up. Well, you were muttering over your words, so I didn't hear you. It's 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 just the idea that what was the point of the eleven draft picks if you keep three a year later? Like just I think I think once Kelly again gonna... these weren't his draft picks. How 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 many times do I need to say that to you? But it's potential. It's the fact about potential. Kellen Mond has potential. I think he, he I think he should have. It's a third string on a rookie deal, and this team has a, it has cap space to, to to deal with it. There's not 52 other guys that are better than Kellen Mond. But it's like he gave them a chance in keeping them on the training camp. And they obviously weren't good enough. Hundred guys are on the training camp roster. Okay, but a uh, you don't you don't keep five quarterbacks and a third round pick that another general Kellen Mond, Nick Mullins, Kirk Cousins, three. A third round pick that a different general manager that's not you picked um, should just get a free pass onto the fifty three man roster the next year. Yes, like that no. makes no sense. If if other guys are outperforming them, they should be on the roster. You're you're right now, Hayes. Right now, you're comparing wide receivers to D-backs, quarterbacks to offensive linemen. Like, your points don't make sense. You need to – I think they would have kept Kellen Mond if they went – if he went through waivers, they would have signed him to the so – So I'm just, I'm just wondering, they're going to have two quarterbacks on their roster? They just signed the Lions third string as their practice squad guy. David Blau. <laughs> David Blau. Also – and, and I didn't audit this, um, but I, I, I saw on Twitter that apparently it's much more common to have a starting quarterback, a backup quarterback, and then pretty much a third string practice squad quarterback. And that's it. You don't have three guys who are active on your 53 man roster these days. I'm not saying so much as Kellen Ma needed to be active on the 53 man roster, but I would have liked to see him on the practice squad. Sure. I can. I agree with you on that. Um, David Blau does he doesn't add anything. He's he's atrocious. He was the third string for the Lions. That's why he's on the practice squad. But he shouldn't be on the practice squad over Kellen Mond. He has no potential. And, and I guess picked up. I was about to say. I guess I don't That's know. You don't cut him in the first place. But can you, you said you can move him to the practice squad, can't you? No, that's my question. Andrew Andrew's really good at this. Andrew knows this, and that was going to be my question: was can you have like you can't just transfer them from your roster to the practice squad. They have okay. to waivers. So they have to clear waivers. Yes. And that's that's I'm my surprise that no one picked up guys like Jalen Twyman and yeah, me too. But then again, those are a six-round pick from last year. Well, that that but that I think Andrew, Andrew's point, Andrew's point makes though a lot of sense because Hayes, I agree with you. I would have much rather had Kellamond as your third string practice squad QB over this David Blau guy from Detroit, but the, the logistics behind it made guess, it. Yeah. That, that does. Yeah, I guess that makes yeah. We're all on the same page. And now Hayes is just learning that I am too. We're learning that it's not as easy as just, uh, all right, we don't like you enough to be, have you be on the roster. And unfortunately the science behind, or the, I don't know. 
logistics behind it means he has to go through this entire process. Who did pick up Mond? Browns. Ah, pervert team. Yeah, pervert franchise. I saw. I hope I no. I hope I hope they go like two and fifteen. So then, hot Kevin Stefanski can get out of Cleveland and find a job elsewhere, because the Browns do not deserve Kevin Stefanski as their head coach. Oh please, he had one good offensive season. He had a great offensive season. Really, ten and six. They look good. Numbers. It was Kirk's one of Kirk's worst statistical seasons in Minnesota. Okay. That's enough. Um, Go kiss him somewhere. Go kiss him in Cleveland. I don't want to hear about it. I want to. I had another point that I was going to mention. Oh. I'm, I'm curious. I think strongly that we should trade Alexander Madison for next year draft picks. And I even went to the effort of looking up teams that could potentially benefit from Alexander Madison. And this is where you guys can, can help me out because I don't know what, um, what these teams have for offers. But Houston Texans, they cut Marlon, Mar- Marlon, Marlon Mack. Cut him. They cut him. They, they cut Marlon Mack. So that leaves uh, what Philip Lindsay is he still in Houston? I don't even know, but Houston essentially needs a I think it's Dave. No, that's their quarterback. I don't even know who their running back is, but Houston needs a running back badly. But the issue is I feel like they don't have any picks remaining. Hmm. Oh, we you know and I'm thinking also, of the Browns. They, the Browns. Maybe they do have stuff. Well, with Houston, is are you really gonna they're gonna be terrible no matter what? Are you going to give up a third round pick to get Alexander Madison on the no, last Hayes, year's deal? Yeah, I agree with you, Hayes. That's a good point. All right. I also think they're high on the rookie. Who they Pierce. What? The rookie running back, Damian Pierce, for the Texans. Oh, I didn't know that. So that's helpful. He muttered and it was frozen, so I didn't speak. Dude, shut up. Oh, my gosh. Why don't you go get another phone call from a random number and then claim it's a friend? That random number called me twice. Spam, Hayes. That's what it's called. Everyone gets them. Damn likely. That's all that was showing up on your phone, man. <laughs> okay. MacBook, actually. I, I, though, I agree with both of you. Texans, take them off the table. They're in a rebuild. Makes no sense to trade picks for a running back. They're not. Do, do either of you guys know if – I know the Vikings will get a conditional pick, correct, or an unconditional pick, whatever it's called, after if, – if he leaves – Right, is yeah. it the last year of his rookie contract? If he signs somewhere else next off season, is it some sort of pick they'll get? Correct. That's an Andrew question. They have potential to get a conditional pick. That would be like a fourth or a fifth. Okay. Um. So that's my point. It's I, don't trade him for a sixth round pick if you can keep him a year and then get a fourth round pick for him. No, you shouldn't trade him for anything other than a three or a four. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. No, I, I'm on the same page, too. I'm not saying to... But I also don't see a lot of teams doing that. No, that's my point as well. You don't see teams trading a third or fourth for Madison? No. I would say three would be high, but four maybe. There's just like... there's just. Why, why is that, though? I mean, I, I know. Why, why is Hayes so anti... 
that a team would trade potentially a fourth round pick for Madison? Because he's under the last year of his contract. He has shown flashes and that's about it. I also think running backs are one of the easier positions to like plan for teams. You're never going to have an AP where he's on the team for, for however long AP was on the Vikings, 10 years or whatever it was, maybe not that long. You know, like I think the Vikings, if they really wanted to, could go trade Delvin Cook and Alexander Madison provide as much upside as Delvin Cook does. Nope, nope, nope. Yes, 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 yes. No, No. running backs are. That's why no one drafts running backs in the first round anymore. You look back on it, Chuck Foreman. You play fantasy football. Everyone drafts running backs in the first round. (laughs) Running backs back in the 70s and 80s you would see four or five first round running backs yeah because quarterbacks were throwing 10 times a game i'd also say it'd be more likely to they're not as valued they're they're easily replaceable because there's so many of them the vikings and two teams right off the top of the head the vikings have two rb1s cleveland two rb1s green bay two rb1s no, Green Bay. AJ Dillon is a solid running back. Detroit, Jamal Williams has shown flashes along with DeAndre Swift. Not, a, not an RB1. Bro, so, you're going to make me sick. I'm literally going to puke. So go and trust in Kweze and uh, go get your third round pick for Alexander Madison. You know what GM would do that? One with no brain, one with who's a bum. Would you you know what, Hayes? Maybe, maybe you should take a break. Go join Judd and Mackie on their negative little... I am oh. optimistic, but the Vikings are... You not, don't sound like it. Just, sound I, 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 I'm with Andrew on the fact running backs are easily replaceable. I don't even... Obviously, it's just running backs are easily replaceable. I think giving running backs big contracts is stupid. Uh, I, I, don't, I, I would love it if the Vikings get a third round pick for Madison. But I, I don't I don't see that as a likely scenario. Unless it's a very, very desperate playoff team who lost their RB1. If a team like uh if Austin Eckler goes down two days before the what about the Raiders? Josh Jacobs is in injury prone. Well, what's his injury? I guess. I no, I just I don't know. Oh, he, oh, you're saying he is injury prone. I'm just saying he, he, I mean, he's like a Dalvin. Yeah. I think there is a big team or like the Chiefs where Edwards Allaire hasn't really worked out for them and can't only rely on Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, it'll be interesting. It'd have to be a playoff team, I think. I just think four to five running back slash halfbacks is a lot. I agree. Um, Same. And it would be, I, I also agree with both of you that it would be a waste to trade him for anything less than a fourth, um, especially because you don't know what to expect of Cook. Dalvin Cook very well could be hurt in week three and miss. You should expect the thousand yard season. Did you say? I said you can expect a thousand yard season. Yeah, but when someone brought uh, gave me the breakdown of that, that's seventy yards a game on average. Exactly, yeah, but who who gave you that breakdown? That was I'm not saying it was me, but because I, I feel like maybe we were together. Just a simple division problem. What? what? Seventeen divided by a thousand, or I mean a thousand divided by seventeen. That, how is that a problem? It's just math. Pro, 
You know what a math problem is? Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Whatever. Anywho, no. anywho. Um, yeah, I mean, it will be interesting. I'm still pro trade Madison if we can get a third or fourth. Um, I like the Jalen Rager trade. Same. Uh, I never really put insight on that. I like it too. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah. What was what was your whole? Why were we so anti? Why why were we disagreeing so much? What were you saying? Well, I jumped over how I didn't really. I I liked the trade, but I didn't like the cut. Oh, that's right. We went into Hayes's obsession for a drunk driving Amir Smith Marset. Okay. Listen. Also, there's only been. Sorry to cut you off, Hayes. Um, there's I'm only not. been two Iowa wide receivers who have had over 400 yard seasons. Is it Amir Smith Marset from Iowa? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. You get your stupid ESPN stat and get out of here. Oh, quick question, because you guys will know better than I. Um, who did we get for Jesse Davis? A seventh round, like 2024 pick. Conditional. <laughs> A conditional pick. I don't understand. What was his deal? Wasn't he about to start? Yeah, I think it was a cap save. Okay. You saved like $2.5 million in cap. And <laughs> Did you guys see what uh, – thank you. That's that's helpful. I did not know that. Um, did you see what cornerback that we, we cut? He who not be named? Really? Yes. Harry's gone? Harry's gone. No. Oh, yes. Thank God. <laughs> We don't have to worry about cheering him on. <laughs> I was the worst player to have on the team. <laughs> I have a call at 10. <laughs> that is a joke. Yikes. <laughs> this, was, uh, this was solid, I thought. This was good. Good content. You sounded a lot better, so that's good. You think, Liz. All right, this is Meet at the Quarterback, a Minnesota Vikings podcast. My name is Harrison. I'm Hayes. I'm Andrew. And we'll see you next time.